Hi, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I'm the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. You can read almost 4,000 reviews anytime right there at Quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net, covering 20 years of movies, plus a lot of classics as well. Today I'm going to be looking at the latest sci-fi horror hybrid. It's called Life. It is rated R because of language throughout, as well as some sci-fi violence and terror, and it runs an hour and 43 minutes. The stars include Jake Gyllenhaal, Rebecca Ferguson, Ryan Reynolds, Aryan Bakare, Hiroyuki Sanada, and Olga Dihovichnaya. The director is Daniel Espinoza, and the screenplay is credited to Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick. Now, if you know anything about life, you know that this is pretty much an alien clone. Yes, a classic horror sci-fi hybrid alien, but I do think that this one's effective enough to provide at least a couple of hours of effective jolts. Daniel Espinoza, who was the director of such films as Safe House and Child 44, he attempts to deliver the monster on the spaceship premise, and he, he dusts it off one more time in life. The screenwriters, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, were also the screenwriters for such films as Zombieland and Deadpool. And if you know those films, you know those were really wisecracky kind of films. This one gets much more deadly serious in the approach this time out. And in fact, outside of Ryan Reynolds quipping, there's really not that much comedy in the film to be found at all. This one puts the action on the International Space Station A six-person crew is there, and they've just discovered a single-cell organism, the very first evidence of life outside Earth within one of the soil samples that they've taken from Mars. Now, the powers that be at home on Earth really want them to do some testing on Calvin, as they've dubbed this organism, before they get the all-clear to bring that specimen down to a terrestrial lab. And study they do, because Calvin begins to flourish in his new environment, and he begins to grow far beyond his single-cell existence. However, much like the humans on board, Calvin needs oxygen and food to survive. And he has an instinct to eliminate all potential threats, just as humans do within their living space. And that means that Calvin takes a feed-and-fight approach to any and all creatures that might encroach on his new home aboard the space station. Meanwhile, the astronauts and the scientists on their end do everything in their power to quarantine Calvin, especially in making sure that the deadly entity does not have a chance to reach Earth and wreak havoc on the human populace there. So what you get with life, you get an attractive and talented cast. They give you the solid turns you'd expect from a cast that includes smart alecky Ryan Reynolds, an intense Jake Gyllenhaal, and a very cool and confident Rebecca Ferguson. However, you know, starting with this opening scene done in an uninterrupted take, I suppose it was digitally assisted, it lasts for several minutes. When you see that, you'll know it's apparent big-name actors aren't going to necessarily equate to big-style performances. The Thespians take a backseat to the technical side of movie-making here, especially the visual effects, the claustrophobic set design, and Seamus McGarvey's fluid, gravity-defying cinematography. Nevertheless, I will say for the actors that they do imbue each of their respective characters, who are usually just fodder for gruesome kills in films like this, They give those characters enough unique personality to keep them from being pretty much stock. And the manner in which Calvin interacts with each one of these characters does not adhere to pure formula. Although, I will say on that note that it also doesn't divorce from it entirely. So, it is a formula film, but 
It throws a few curveballs here and there. So, it, it, but as far as I'm concerned, where life does lose a few points is in its inherent recycled story elements. It, it cribs very liberally from other well-known sci-fi and horror entries like the aforementioned Alien. I found a lot of elements of the Danny Boyle film Sunshine, which coincidentally also features Hiroyuki Sonata in its cast. A lot of that is in play here. Europa Report, kind of a small indie film that most people didn't see, but it is very reminiscent, especially when you get to know what Calvin kind of resembles. There's a host of other films that it resembles that have come out over the last 40 years, including the Best Picture-nominated Gravity and a lot of that outer space survival element that's in play here. There's even the blaring horns of Inception whenever a truly nasty appearance of Calvin comes to the screen. If you don't find the sight of Calvin jarring enough on its own, you get the loud every time he appears just to unnerve you. There's also, speaking of curveballs, it features one really big curveball toward the end. It's likely going to come as little surprise to most viewers halfway knowledgeable about cliches of the genre. Certainly I saw it coming, but... Then again, this is kind of a, a film that is trying to play with audience expectations as well as genre conventions in its own playful fashion, even though it does adhere very closely to the formula as well. Now, while it may steal a lot of its ideas, it does steal from the best, and that does make life derivative, but still enjoyable in a B-movie fashion, especially when you give it a competent A-list cast, as well as some high production values. So I'm going to give it a pass. I'm going to say Life is a three-star film. Three stars on my scale means that I do think it's worthwhile for people who like this genre of movie. If you're a fan of films like Alien and Sunshine and a lot of those other sci-fi horror hybrids, I think you're going to get enough mileage in the way that this one is done. It's an effective genre excursion, but because there are very few elements within the film that are truly original, it's not the one that you go out of your way to see first. You, know, you certainly see Alien if you haven't done so already before you would see a film like this or Gravity because those are landmark films. This one's just filler for uh, genre nuts and really is not going to reach far beyond that. So three stars out of four for life. Thanks everyone for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this review. If you want to hear more of my reviews, in addition to the Quipster Film Review Podcast, I'm also co-host of the extra film segments of the In Session Film Podcast. You can go to InSessionFilm.com. We just recently did reviews of The Sense of an Ending as well as Julieta, the Pedro Almodovar film. So if you want to hear my takes on those, you can go to InSessionFilm.com. Until next time, thanks everyone for listening. If you have any comments or suggestions, you can go to my website, quipster.net. You can find my contact information there as well as links to my Twitter feed and Facebook page. That's quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. 